More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, no joy. Our challenges in your life or relationship getting you down. Let us help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, No Joy. Well, I mean, I, I hope that that's not the case, but, but that's the title of the show. As we talk about the challenges in our life or relationships that tend to get us down, we're going to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Give us a call at 877 so would you like to experience more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or your relationships that are stealing your joy? Are you finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be? Or maybe you'd like to help someone you care about be a little more joyful and you're not sure how. We're going to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life if you give us a call at 877 573 7825. That's 877 573 7825. And you might wonder, why are we talking about joy in Lent? Aren't yep. we supposed to be miserable all the time? Yep, yep, well, well, no, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lent is really supposed to be about getting rid of all those things that prevent us from experiencing real joy in the Lord. And, you know, the, the, the false consolations, the things we lean on that, you know, actually distract us from leading a more joyful life. And so, you know, if you'd like to experience more joy, give us a call. It's 877-573-7825. If you're listening later to the More to Life podcast, first, good on you. Don't ever miss an episode of More to Life. But you can still get your questions into us via email, and that address is questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two, questions at more2liferadio.com. You know, it's funny when when I sat down to like you know prepare for the show today. Our, we wait, our we top, prepare for the show. Our topics are picked <laughs> about a month in advance, and I sat down and we looked at it, and I went, "Oh, March first, no joy." And I kind of laughed at that because I know that for me, when when we first got married, I was an elementary school teacher in a Catholic school system, and I'll tell you what. We hit March, and my whole system just kind of went, ugh, because there were no days off for us. Like, spring break was, like, in April. There were no days off. There were no holidays. There were no three-day weekends. There were no, at that time, March just didn't fall that way. And everybody was slogging, and it was still winter, and it was gray. And I 
always sort of had that like oh march kind of like feeling and you know when i left that career and and did the other things in my life i built some stuff in so i wouldn't feel that way so much but there are just things right events relationships circumstances that can kind of take like a dirty paintbrush you know like one of the things i do is i do a lot of watercoloring and when you when you are rinsing out your brushes the water just gets gray and gross well if you like took that water and put it against your day or against your week or against your life and you just get that sometimes we feel that way and we just don't quite know what the heck to do about it to allow ourselves to connect with God's grace, with God's peace, with the joy of being his child, the joy of knowing he's with us. Other times that lasts a whole lot longer. Sometimes somebody has painted that that color across our whole lives and we think of joy and we have no idea how to get there. Wherever you are today, we are here for you on More to Life. Just give us a call at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. That's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Call up and share. Would you like to experience a little more joy in your life? I mean, well, who wouldn't, right? But what's getting in the way? You know, maybe there are particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy, or maybe you know it isn't a particular thing. You're just in general finding it harder to be as joyful as you'd like to be. Or maybe there's somebody that you care about that you'd like to be a little more joyful, but you're not sure how to support them. One, one way or the other, we want to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Again, the number 877-573-7825. So however that's presenting itself, if it's just that dreary feeling, or it's anxiety, or depression, or fear, or dread, or whatever that is that's going on in your life, that's keeping you from really experiencing the joy that God wants you to feel in his Holy Spirit, we're here to help you today. 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. Now, if you're not sure what that is, uh, when St. John Paul was Pope, he gave a series of reflections over the course of about five years uh, that looked at how we could experience a more joyful and abundant life by prayerfully contemplating God's design of creation, and especially our bodies. The theology of the body reminds us that there's a big difference between joy and mere happiness. We tend to think that joy is a product of stepping away from life, finding little ways to enjoy ourselves, or stepping away from stress, and while that can be very important for our well-being, the feeling we get from doing that isn't actually joy it's happiness and happiness is good we all want it but it is fleeting unfortunately happiness only lasts as long as the pleasure sticks around or the stress stays away joy on the other hand is the fruit that comes from intentionally trying to do whatever you can to live a more meaningful intimate and virtuous life every day that's right so joy is the quality that allows us to have a deeper sense of rightness and contentment about our lives even when things are a little crazy or not going the way we'd like you know whether things are going the way we want or not in this particular moment joy enables us to look at the bigger picture 
It allows us to feel good about where we've been and where we're going. And that comes from doing our best to build our lives around the pursuit of these three qualities, meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. So a joyful person can find meaning in whatever we're going through. You know, we look for ways to use our experiences, good and bad, to draw closer to the people that we love. And we try hard to see everything we go through as an opportunity to learn something, to become better, stronger, healthier versions of ourselves. Other folks endure life and endure the problems that they face. Joyful people live life and learn from their struggles. Unlike happiness, because joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, you can't pursue joy directly by doing this thing or avoiding that thing. Cultivating joy means dedicating yourself to a life of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, regardless of the circumstances you're in. You know, and that all sounds great in theory, but, but how do we actually live it out? Well, that's what the show's about today. Give us a call. It's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and we'll start taking your questions. In the name of the Father, Father the, the Son, Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We come before you and we ask you to fill us with the joy of your Holy Spirit. Help us to build our lives on, in the pursuit of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. Let us use our gifts to lead meaningful lives by finding ways to make a positive difference in the lives of those around us or the situations that we're in, by pursuing intimacy and making our relationships stronger, deeper, healthier through your grace and pursuing virtue, which enables us to look at all the things we go through, good and bad, as an opportunity to become the whole, healed, godly, grace-filled people you created us to be. Help us to experience your joy in all circumstances so that we can give glory to you in every situation. We ask all this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name, in the name of the, of the Father, Father, the, the Son, and the, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, would you like to experience more joy in your life? I mean, who wouldn't? Well, what's getting in the way? Give us a call and tell us, are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or are you just finding it hard to be joyful as you'd like to be in general? Or for that matter, maybe there's somebody you care about. You'd like to help be more joyful, but you're not sure how to support them. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We're talking now with David, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi there, David. What's your question for us today? Hi. Yeah, my question is more about, you know, I understand the uh, joy is a state of being, and, you know, it's, it's something that we experience, like, with the things that we've done. My question is, like, I tend to be destructive at times with my with my joy. So, like, for example, I woke up this morning, joyful, happy, very playful, and then I start getting these things done in order for us to take a trip. And, uh, you know, as I'm getting these things done, it's like I'm, I want to be there on time. I'm thinking, and then I start, my joy starts disappearing because... I'm not going to be on time. I still have to do all these things, have to get all of this done, and then it just the joy kind of goes away, and then I start to be destructive with my spouse on on that joy that I should be experiencing with her in this time. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to look. So for you get grouchy with her because you got to get all this done. Is that what I'm hearing? Like you just like. <laughs> 
it, it yeah. lasts a minute, then exactly. it's like, I gotta get all this done, and then suddenly you're snapping at her to get ready kind of stuff? Is that, was that what's happening yeah. on the spousal front? Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, do this, do that, and it's, it's like I'm starting to bark orders, and then she's like, she's being so graceful about it and, and doing it, and then it, to her, it's like, okay, enough is enough already, you know? And so, <laughs> no, I don't want to go on the trip I with you because you're going to be so grumpy. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, yeah. I have no, to I say, it. this is a fairly <laughs> universal problem, David, yeah. so don't beat up on yourself about it, but we can talk about what to do about it. Yeah, what's funny here is that, that it, you know, it comes, people often talk about the need to live in the moment, um, but the, pro- the problem you're describing kind of comes from being too caught up in the moment you know so yeah. if you um you know so what what's happening there is that you're forgetting kind of what am i doing this for you know what's the whole point behind this and uh so uh-huh. what you know when when you um just, sorry just a second there's a little bit of background noise there uh, uh, melissa if you could there we thank go. you thank you melissa um so you know the problem comes in where um we forget why we're doing the thing. We get so caught up in what's happening in the here and now, and, and I, I've got to get the thing done, that, we've, that we kind of need to step back and, and remind ourselves, what's the point of this? You know, the, oh, the point is to relax. The point is to enjoy ourselves. We do this around holidays, too. It's like, you know, the whole point is, right, to try to build connection with family, but, but I get so caught up in the cooking and the decorating and the everything else thing that, you know, we, we neglect the relationship piece of it. So, you know, I, I think, you know, it's important to just be aware of not just doing the thing in the moment, but but really connecting yourself with the greater purpose of this. Well, and we talk about this all the time in terms of what helps couples get through fights. So let's back it up so you don't start the fight in the first place, which is whenever we're taking something on together, even packing up for a trip, which can be an intense project to do, you have to put the emphasis on taking care of each other while you go through the experience. So simple things like you feel feel yourself starting to rev up or maybe you've been a little bit edgy in your voice with her. Just go over and say to her, I love you so much and I just want to give you a hug because you're more important to me than whether we get there in time or how this happens, even if it's meeting a plane, right? It's, It's saying to her the night before, what can I do? To be my best self with you. What do you need from me as we get ready for or this? Or how do tomorrow? we take care of each other while yeah. we're taking while we're doing this tomorrow? Just kind of talking about that ahead of time, so that you can you know just be mindful of the real point of doing the thing isn't getting the thing done. It's it's, it's taking care of each other while you do it. Yeah, and that's you know if you're having an argument that the all the research says that's what's going to get you through it well anyway and have it be you know a successful outcome. So that's the first thing. You know, making sure that on the top of your to-do list, the written one is take care of each other while we do this. The other little tip I'm going to give you, David, and it took me a while to learn this, but boy, has it helped me practically start doing this stuff a week or two out. Have your packing list. Start packing like two or three days before the stuff that you're not going to need right away. So only like the, you know, the bathroom stuff goes in at the last minute. If you can make it a slower process, you will not get revved up as much on the day of. And and she's you know using your example of getting ready for the trip, but that that really applies to any project. Yes, absolutely. Right? Anything that you think is going to be stressful, the more lead time you give it, the 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 more joyful you can be while you're doing it because you've broken it down into more manageable pieces. Exactly. So you know by having I mean, one thing that that Lisa and I will do is is we'll, we'll have regular times kind of sort of business meeting times where we talk about what's coming up in the next week 
you know, what do we need to sort of be prepared for and how do we break it down into smaller pieces, right? So, so those are just a couple of suggestions. You know, number one, just to recap, um, you know, really reminding yourself of the bigger picture. You know, why are we doing this? It's not just to get the thing done. It's because we are trying to enjoy ourselves or we're trying to connect as a family or we're tra- whatever it is. So keeping the big picture in mind so that you don't get so caught up in the minutia of it that you start getting stressed out by that. You know, secondly, you know, asking that question ahead of time, what do we need to do to take care of each other and make sure we can get through this and, and come out the other end closer for it? And if you notice yourself falling back into that pattern, taking that pause and giving her that hug or that wor- those words of affirmation and love so that you know you're taking care of each other is more important than anything else. And then finally, um, you know, trying to have those meetings in advance that really talk about what's coming up and how can we break it down into smaller pieces so we don't feel like we're under the gun when the moment comes. And even doing that for yourself, having those working lists so you're not trying to remember everything all by yourself because that's why your mind is getting overwhelmed by it all. And it's helpful if you actually are trying to meet a plane, build in an extra hour of cushion. So it might be horrible to get up that extra hour, but if you can do that and you end up at the airport having a cup of coffee and waiting at the gate with no problem, you'll feel all the better for it. David, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us. But, you know, just, again, drawing from David's call, listeners, you know, a big part of holding on to joy in the middle of stressful situations is remembering to connect with the people around you. You know, to, to, to stop for a minute and say, you know, I could really use that hug right now. Or, or to just, you know, remind yourself of the larger picture where you're trying to connect with people or, or shoring up that connection. Um, because going back to the idea of joy being the fruit of meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, the more we're able to focus on that intimacy in the middle of the job, right? The making the connection, uh, you know, remembering this is about relationship uh, and doing the task in a more relational friendly way, the more we're able to experience that joy and connection through that that keeps us grounded and keeps us focused on the most important things. Thanks again for the call, David. And we're taking your calls, folks, at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled No Joy. As we talk about those things in our life or relationships that, that get, get us down and steal our joy, you know, would you like to experience a little more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or, or maybe you're just finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be in general for some reason, but you're maybe not sure why. Or perhaps you'd like to help someone you care about be a little more joyful, but you're not sure how to support them. And the times you do try to help, haven't worked out all that well. Let us help you discover the path to a more joyful and abundant life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. You can also shoot us your questions via email. That address, questions at more2liferadio.com. Either way, we are here to help you lead a more joyful life today on More to Life. Back in a minute. EWTN Radio is seeking a dynamic radio producer to join the EWTN Radio team in Irondale, Alabama. The right candidate will be a passionate, multi-skilled, talented professional who can manage and direct all aspects of producing world-class programming and play an integral part in Mother Angelica's mission. If this is you or someone you know, email a resume and cover letter, including salary requirements, to human resources at EWTN.com. 
Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. Ave Maria Radio invites you to feast on the joy of fasting this Lenten season and all year long. Fast from thoughts that weaken. Feast on promises that inspire. Fast from problems. Feast on blessings. Fast from thoughts of illness. Feast on the healing power of God. Fasting is a part of true Christian life. It liberates us from this world as we grow closer to Christ. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking, and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. Lord, teach me to pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click on the red box, order the Lord, teach me to pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, the show is titled No Joy, as we talk about the challenges in our life or relationships that get us down and undermine our joy. If you'd like to experience more joy in your life, give us a call at 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Rachel Isaac. She is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. She directs the St. Sebastian Program for Performance Excellence, where she specializes in helping people achieve success. Rachel, welcome to More to Life. Thank you for having me. Always great being here. So you wanted to share um, kind of one small thing we have a tendency to overlook when we're trying to be more joyful. Yeah, well, you know, one of the big things is that we really tend to reserve fun for when we have time or when the rest of the things on our to-do list are checked off, right? As though that's ever actually going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, if we reserve why, it at all, sometimes we just forget so entirely true. that it should exist in our adult lives, don't we? So true. And, you know, fun is actually a basic need. You know, we typically think of basic needs being strictly related to, right, food, water, safety, sleep. But what happens when we don't have fun? We get burnt out, we become disconnected from ourselves, from our family members, from our friends. We tend to kind of feel more overwhelmed and our mood just really becomes more negative. When we have fun though, we feel invigorated. We enjoy the company of the people around us. We become more solution focused and are more capable of solving problems because we're able to approach them from a fresh perspective. The need for joy and fun is actually hardwired into the way that we're created because dopamine plays a key role in executive functioning, meaning we need to have fun in order for our brain to operate at its best. So start treating fun like a basic need. You know, how can you enjoy what you're doing? Even if it's a tedious task, can you listen to music you enjoy? Work on the task with somebody else and talk about enjoyable topics or approach mm. the task in just a playful way. How can you make time for something enjoyable or fun on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis? 
How can you make time to have fun with your family or the people who are close to you? When we intentionally make time for fun in our lives, our days will just naturally become brighter, more meaningful, and therefore more successful. And I want to, you know, just add to what you're saying in that, you know, when, again, you know, you're talking about, you know, having fun, but, but uh, when people hear that, they think, you know, step away from the thing you're doing and go play a game. Or go, and and those, are, those are good things, you know, taking a walk, you know, sure. you know, just doing something to give yourself a break. But one of the things that I try to do, especially when I have a, t- a task that I don't really want to do, <laughs> is I ask myself, how could I make it more enjoyable? Yeah. You know, what, what, right. the, the, not to be trite about it, but what, what's the spoonful of sugar I can add to make this medicine go down? Don't to quote Mary Poppins, you know, but, but it, it, there's something to that. You know, how could I do this unpleasant task in a somewhat more pleasant way? Could I put on some music that I like? Is there, a, you know, a, a stack that I want to make while I, while I do the thing? You know, what is it that I can do to make this unpleasant task a little more pleasant? And that helps us to have a little more joy about all the things we have to do and not feel quite so burdened by it, I think. Right. I mean, one of the examples I know we've kind of talked about before is like folding laundry, right? You know, maybe some of us like that. I personally don't, right? But, you know, if we're trying to fold laundry, you know, maybe as a family, can we fold a laundry and then like have a sock fight afterwards, right? <laughs> like similar to a snowball fight, but we're how does that, you know, the laundry's still done, right? But we're having fun. It's something to look forward to. It's a way to be silly and enjoy the things that we're doing. And again, it's not just kind of stepping away and having fun and putting all the rest of the, the things on our, in our life on the back burner. It's about enjoying those things and kind of bringing more meaning to them. Folding laundry is just folding laundry. But when we fold laundry together and we have a sock fight, well, now it's connecting, right? It's meaningful. It's working together. It's taking that time to find that joy and just enjoy each other. Amen. Rachel, thanks so much for being with us. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And if folks would like to learn more about her good work, you can go to catholiccounselors.com and in particular check out the St. Sebastian Program for Performance Excellence, where we do help people be more successful in whatever role they are in. And that's catholiccounselors.com. And we are taking your calls right now about joy on our show titled No Joy, where we look at what are those things that are stealing your joy, those particular problems or challenges in your life or relationships, or, or just a general sense of not being as joyful as you'd like to be. Whether you would like to be more joyful or you'd like to help somebody in your life experience a little more joy, we're going to help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. Give us a call at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. More to life will continue with your calls and questions about joy coming up right after the break. Stick around. When we say, Thy will be done as it is in heaven, what are we asking of our Father? The Catholic Catechism explains that God desires for all men to be saved and to come to know the truth. He does not wish anyone to perish. In His Son, Jesus Christ, and through His human will, the will of the Father has been perfectly fulfilled once for all. The Lord made this clear on entering public ministry. I have come to do your will, O God. Only Jesus can say, I always do what is pleasing to him, 
even unto death, as he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done. Thus we ask our Father to unite our will to his Son's in order to fulfill the Father's will. By prayer we can discern God's will and receive the endurance to carry it out. Jesus taught that one enters the kingdom of God not by speaking only words, but by doing the will of his Father in heaven. I'm Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. Father John Ricardo served as our spiritual director, and he gave us a theme on which to speak. He asked all the speakers to address this statement in some way, shape, or form, because of you, I know God. And that hit me and Deacon Dominic when he first put that out there, like a ton of bricks. Because basically, that's our story. And I believe if we stop and think about this, because of someone in our life, whether it be maybe a relative or maybe someone at work or maybe someone on the street, who was it that witnessed to you? And because of that person, you either came to know the Lord or know him and your one holy Catholic and apostolic church better and more intimately. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on EWTN Radio. Hi, I'm Lisa Popchek. Did you know that research shows that married couples who find time to connect in meaningful ways tend to be happier and more resilient? It's not just about going out for a date now and then. It's about connecting in simple, ordinary ways on a daily and weekly basis. It's about finding ways to work, play, talk, and pray together instead of individually. For example, when couples choose to make a meal or clean up the kitchen together, that experience can nurture a sense of teamwork and collaboration that spills over into other areas of their relationship. Couples can connect by regularly doing something fun together, too. It doesn't need to be big. It might be as simple as reading a book together or taking an interest in one another's hobbies. As small as these rituals of connection might seem, over time, they create a deep, solid foundation for any marriage. They create the time couples need to share experiences, relate on a deeper level, and build a shared life together. Get more tips for building a strong marriage in the book How to Heal Your Marriage and Nurture Lasting Love. And if you would like to find faithful help with your relationship, visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, no joy. Well, we're, we're, we're having plenty of be with all of our listeners. There you go. But if you are struggling to be as joyful as you'd like to be in your life, or be, whether because of a particular problem you're going through, or just in general, uh, lacking that sense of joy you'd like to have, or if you're trying to help somebody you care about be a little more joyful, give us a call at 877-573-7825. We're talking now with Judy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Florida on Divine Mercy Radio. Hi, Judy. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? 
Yes, hello, thank you. Uh, this is for someone else, my dear son, who's 36, almost 37, and he, I believe he has hardly had any joy in his life as he's experienced. Hmm. I came from a very dysfunctional background, and his father left when he was three months, and uh, then I uh, married when he was six, and my husband adopted him, and um, I remember uh, when the adoption went through and he agreed that this is what he wanted to be part of this family, he held his fingers behind his back and had his fingers crossed. Like uh, Your, your son a, did this. Little, yeah. Yes. Like oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, that, but... but but that's well, that was thirty years ago. So so, what's going on now that that where, where your son's at, and how can we help you help him? Yeah. Well, he's always been kind of uh, quiet and uh, non-expressive and depressed. And we went to a counselor, and when she finally got him to talk about it, he was about eight, and uh, she said, "If you could see your father and say one thing to him, what would it be?" And he said, "Why did you leave me?" And uh, he he has just str- struggled for joy. He's very tall, so he's like in the exception range, which does not make it easy. Anything different? Okay. So, Judy, so yeah, that. Judy. So, like, where where are you in his life now? Do you live close to him? Do you see him fairly frequently? We need to kind of figure out if you have any. Yeah, what's going on now? Over yeah. and, and and what kind of yeah influence do you have? He, uh, he hardly uh, communicates at all. He's in Sacramento, and actually okay. my home is Michigan. But I am flying out there to see him, and he's in a baseball team that he uh, never married. And uh, he's in a baseball team that he uh, put together, and he is kind of looking forward to seeing a game, his sister told me, who also lives okay. out there. But he doesn't. He doesn't Okay, well, so so the the thing, you know, I appreciate your concern for him, and there's certainly a lot of history here. The most important thing you can do to help your son be more joyful now is is really be just focusing on being as present to him and as as you can um, by you know you say he doesn't reach out to you, but make sure that you're reaching out with him, that you're you know sending him little texts to say you know I'm, I'm thinking about you, I wanted to share this with you, and don't you know when we find ourselves in a place where we want to try to help somebody else be more cheerful or but we have a tendency to fall into the cheerleading uh, posture or say well you know you shouldn't have those problems because you have this going on and you got this going on or or you know we, we try to be fixers right where we try to tell them what to do about their problems and the problem with both of those positions is that they it tends to have the effect the opposite effect on the person where they say well you just don't get it right and so they have to double down on their negative feelings in order to convince us that their concerns are legitimate. So the best thing you can really do is, is make sure you're listening to him and, and you're supporting him, you're empathizing with him. If he you know, is willing to let you pray over him and with him, make sure that you're doing that too to bring the Lord into the situation. Um, and, and really just being a presence in his life that's encouraging him toward those things that, that, would, that do give him joy, like this baseball team that he's part of. What are the other things that he does that help him make a difference? What are the other things he does that help him make connection? Uh, because that's really what it is, you know, meaningfulness, intimacy, virtue. How do how do I make a difference? That's what meaningfulness is. How do I make connection? That's what intimacy is. Virtue is how can I use this to grow? And the more we can help ourselves and others focus on those three qualities, uh, the, the the more joyful we're going to be. 
Judy, thank you so much for the call. Hey, by the way, we're talking a lot about joy today, and if you are looking for ways to experience more joy in the Lord, it's a great new book by Marcus Grodi, Guideposts for the Journey Home. For over 25 years, the Journey Home program on EWTN has enjoyed tremendous success, and Marcus shares personal stories of conversion, hope, and renewal to help readers stay close to Christ and His church amidst life's storms with some of the show's finest interviews, including answers to real-life questions posed by viewers. In this book, you're going to find fascinating stories about miracles, healings, vocational journeys. Check it out. It's Guideposts for the Journey Home by Marcus Grodi. It's available now. Go to buycatholic.com. Uh, I'm so sorry. It's a go to go to uh, ewtnrc.com. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, ewtnrc.com once again, and we are taking your calls right now about leading a more joyful life. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. If you are listening later on to the More to Life podcast, you can still get your questions in. The email address is questions at moretoliferadio.com. Let's talk now with Peggy, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Iowa. Hi, Peggy. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi. Um, I was wondering, what do you do when you get everything on you? My husband had a mini, mini stroke. I'm a caregiver. Mm-hmm. My son has ADHD. Um, How old is your son? Our uh, for, he's 47, and he's okay. just very negative, um, and he has other mental health issues. That mm-hmm. And does he live with you, Peggy, or, like, are you caregiving for him as well? Yeah, I'm, yeah, he, he moved in with us right after my husband had the mini stroke in 2018, and, um, but, um, he just... Um, he doesn't. He has a problem comprehending, and um, so he's he's like a little kitty. You know, when um, I mention something, you know, there's always a comeback, like a little kid. Sorry, when you say he, do you mean your husband or your son? My son. Okay, so what are we? Okay, so you're, you're are you? Are you asking about your husband, or are you asking about your son, or just you know no, you're no, being it, burned out by caring? What the situation is is, is um, my son, yeah, because I just stated you know that we're caregivers for my husband, you know, and okay. I have no issue other than you know he has we you know the basic thing of making him go to the bathroom, um, give him his medication, you know, yeah. which is very stressful time. in and of itself. I understand. Okay. Yeah. So how can we help you with your son then? Yeah. And, and he, see, I used to be a domestic violence advocate, and I told him about, you know, that it's very serious to go through counseling. Um, and we got him to a new place, but he, um, we went there about three weeks ago, and, you know, when we came out of seeing the person, because she didn't see me, so I, you know, I went in and just explained the situation of what's going on with him, that you would have thought that um, he would have, um, they would have made an appointment with him to start counseling because he was married to a Filipina, brought her over from the Philippines, and then he... Peggy, I'm so, I'm so sorry, there's, but just, there's, some there's a lot going on here that... that more I, than we I, need I, to be able what, to help Is there a particular son? question that you've got that we can help you with specifically today? Yeah, it's just um, what, what to do um, because um, it just... Um, it seems like when 
you know, I help many people. I and my son is the most stressful part of it. That it's so hard that um, I'm just ready to give up because. So Peggy, let me ask you this: Why? Why are you the like? Is your son functional at all? Is he able to hold down a job? Is he? You know, I understand that, that he's you know living with you now, but but is is he capable of having his own place of of holding down a, a job of, of being an adult? Yeah, he he lives with us and. He's he's really a good worker at work. Okay, the best thing you can do, Peggy, for this guy. I mean, you said he's he's. Uh, I think you said thirty-seven. Thirty. Well, yeah. well into his adulthood, is 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 encourage him to get his own space, um, because you know, he, I realize he does have struggles, um, but the way we learn and the way we grow is by living life. Uh, and being in the position where we have to take responsibility for ourselves and have to be able to take the the chance that we might might fail or struggle a bit, and what's happening is that you're you're, you know, stepping in to carry too much of the burden here, the, where he's not having to be the grown up that he needs to be and living the life that he's you know is called to live and getting the help that he needs to get to be an adult. No, it's great that he moved in when your husband had the mini stroke. He was like perhaps trying to support you, but at this point. What's happening is he's being more and more crippled by mommy stepping into the breach. It's very hard for some of us as moms, especially if our adult kids are struggling, to forget that they're not kids anymore and make them accountable for their lives. On top of that, you're dealing with everything with your husband and then you're laying more caregiving on top of yourself for this. So you're destroying your own mental and spiritual health through this. So setting those boundaries with him that says, thank you very much for coming in when we needed you because your dad went through this. I think it would be better for all of us now for you to be able to start living your own life again and letting dad and I get on with trying to have our lives. It's, it's one thing if your son was coming in to help you take care of your husband and you know, his father. But it's another thing if you are having to take care of both your husband who has the stroke and then your son as well, who really is in a position where he needs to be learning how to take care of himself. Now, you may need to work with a counselor yourself to figure out how to set some of those boundaries effectively, because I think that God's given you a real gift of caregiving. You've talked about how many people you've cared for in your life, but if you don't have healthy boundaries, you're not actually caregiving, you're enabling, and you're destroying your own mental health. So if you need somebody to teach you how to do that, setting boundaries lovingly, but effectively, that would probably be a real help to you right now when you're going through all of this over the last few years. You know, healthy boundaries are an important part of leading a more joyful, meaningful, intimate, and virtuous life. So, Peggy, uh, you or any other listener who is struggling with setting good boundaries, if you'd like faithful ways to do that, because, of course, as Christians, we want to make sure that our boundaries are charitable and leave the door open for reconciliation or, or at least ordered toward working for the other person's good, then reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. That's the kind of thing we do every day. Again, that's catholiccounselors.com. And we are taking your calls today on our show titled No Joy as we talk about the challenges that are stealing your joy, robbing your peace, or if you just in general would like to know what it means to live a more joyful life, give us a call, 877-573-7825. We are here for you at 877-573-7825. As we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Psalm 94, verse 19. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. 
You know, we talk a lot on the show from time to time about desolations and consolations. Those are terms that St. Ignatius of Loyola used to describe the kinds of thoughts and feelings and impulses that we have. Uh, consolations, of course, are those voices that we hear in our head that draw us closer to God or make it easier for us to be the person God is calling us to be, while desolations pull us away from God and pull us away from the person that God wants us to be. When uh, the psalmist talks about consolations, that's what he's referring to, the importance of really tuning in to those voices in our head, those feelings that nudge us toward God, nudge us toward doing and being the person God is calling us to be, and that is what cheers our heart. And we are taking your calls about joy when More to Life continues on the other side of the break. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 and tell us, would you like to experience more joy in your life? What's getting in the way? Are there particular problems in your life or relationships that are stealing your joy? Or maybe you're just finding it hard to be as joyful as you'd like to be in general. Or you're trying to help someone you care about be a little more joyful. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Or if you're listening to the More to Life podcast, shoot us your questions via email to questions at more to life radio.com. More to Life will continue with your questions about joy when we come back in a minute. Catechism in a Year with me, Father Mike Schmitz, is now available right here on Catholic Radio. Encounter God's plan of sheer goodness for us, revealed in Scripture and passed down through the tradition of the Catholic faith as we journey together toward our heavenly home. Bible in a Year and Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz, tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on EWTN Radio. Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo. I tell oftentimes an experience that I had at Divine Child when I was a young priest, one year ordained, first time I ever really saw the power of the Blessed Sacrament. And we simply exposed the Blessed Sacrament at the end of Mass one night. I encouraged people. I said, you know what, we've been in the habit of praying over people after Mass. I said, we're not going to do that this week. I'm just going to invite people to come on up and pray if they want to pray. And I put the Blessed Sacrament on the altar. I kneeled down. As I kneeled down, the church is in the sanctuary. The whole church. And as I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at the people there, and I'm looking at Jesus under the appearance of bread there, I saw the Lord standing on the altar. And he's just standing there looking out at all the people. And then at a certain point, he turned towards me, and he just bowed. And he says, don't you see how easy this is? You don't have to do anything. You just have to put me out. You put me out, and I will work. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria mutual funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria mutual funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. 
Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled No Joy. As we talk about those problems in our life or relationships that undermine our joy and steal our peace, is there a particular challenge you're facing that is stealing your joy that you'd like some help overcoming? Or maybe there's someone in your life that you'd like to help be a little more joyful. We are here for you either way. Let us help you discover the path to a more joyful, abundant life. That's 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. You can also shoot us your questions via email. That address is questions at more to life radio.com with that let's go to our next caller lisa who's up we're talking with amber who's listening to ewtn radio in nebraska on spirit catholic radio hi amber listening in nebraska welcome to more to life what can we do for you today hi i have five kids and i am struggling with um Excuse me, if I get emotional, it's what I do. Um, Okay. Um, So the mom friends that you make, as you do with preschool and all that business, and then you move on. um, So they've moved on to appropriate things that you would with 13- and 11-year-old kids. Well, I have a second set of kids that are very small now. Mm. And I just had an emotional thing where I was at a group meeting and the lady asked me to leave because the little ones were um, distracting. So, um, so you're feeling kind of lonely, be, Amber? Yes. And yeah. I'm definitely not wanting to be a bother. Wanting to not not bring children where it's not appropriate, and they certainly don't want to wreck anybody else's meetings or time. But what, what, what was the group, Amber? What were you? Spot. Yeah, what, what, what was the group for? Um. Well, it it was a exercise. Um. Uh. uh Weight Watchers. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're just trying to get some support to be, be a little little healthier, and, and you just really felt like they, they took that away from you. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and I'm not, I don't blame them. I just don't have, I don't have anything else I can do. Um, there's no, there's nowhere else for the kids to go. So... Okay. Just trying so, to so sneak it in, in in between. So, so you're. So, how can we help you today? Because I, I, I have some things I could say, but I want to make sure that I'm actually responding to what your concern is. So, what, what, what can we do for you today? I guess when you were saying finding the joy, like ordering this in my head, so that I can. I don't. I just don't know how you step out into the world. When you're you're the stay-at-home mom and you're stuck. And how old are the little ones again? Four and two. 
two four-year-olds and a two-year-old. Okay, so you have twin four-year-olds and a two-year-old. Okay, and and Amber, I mean, you know, I mean, the obvious, the obvious things here, of course, again, you know, in terms of of you know, uh, other childcare or those kinds of things. I mean, do you, do you have any any friends in your life or other people who, you know, can help you with watching the kids during the day? Not anymore, <laughs> because all my stay-at-home mom tribe <laughs> has gone back to work because their kids mm-hmm. are. Older. So let me ask you this, Amber. I mean, you've got yourself, and we went through something very similar. You've got an age difference between the first half of your family and the second half of your family. What kind of things did you get involved with that allowed you to have those friends when you were momming the first time with the older kids? What groups did you belong to? Can you rejoin things like that now? With a whole new group. Fine, but the moms in those groups are 20. (laughs) Yeah, but that's okay. You know, I'm going to say something to you, Amber. I remember when my oldest kids were tiny, and there was, it was a really interesting situation that we had in a mom's group that we formed. We had a mom who was the age of all the moms who started this, which was, you know, mid to late 20s. And then one of the moms brought her mom (laughs) because her mom had a baby the same age as this young woman had because this Catholic mom had a large family and suddenly this mom, who was 50, was there with her toddler. And she spent the first meeting or two with us just apologizing and thanking us for having her there because she was so much older. And we were like, no, 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 no. We need you. We want you. We want your wisdom. We want everything that you've learned. We need you in our lives. We need this encouragement. We need to see how you're doing this. Don't put this on yourself, Amber, that you're too old to be with these 20-something. I guarantee you that you know, maybe one will be you know, not great, but they will be thrilled. You have the same issues, the same problems, but you also have more wisdom. And, and give yourself a chance to do that with a new group. Don't yeah. put the age thing on yourself. Yeah, I, I, you know, you, you did this once before with the, with the older kids. Mm-hmm. And I think you, know, you don't want to eliminate those options for yourself just because you're in a different state of life. I mean, you're, you're, you have a lot more in common with those younger moms than you think. Yes. And you know, don't limit yourself there. I would really encourage you to, to, to just kind of get over those desolations that are saying, ah, oh, Amber, you won't fit in. And, and go ahead and go to the groups and, right. and, and, and go f- regularly because you, you want to get that support because you can't be alone in this. But the other thing I really encourage you to do, Amber, is do what Rachel Isaac was talking about earlier. Look for those fun things to do with your younger kids during the day. Get out for that fresh air in those walks. Go to the park and actually play with them. Do things with them during the day that gives you some joy as well as them. And I'd like you to—I'd like to invite you to be part of our our community at Catholic Home. Yes. Uh, download the Catholic HOM app. Um, it's just filled with with moms and families just like you, faithful Catholic families trying to live their life and who need support, who need fellowship. It's an online community, but there's also opportunities to start local face-to-face groups as well. Uh, plus, there's our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches is on the app, just giving coaching advice to parents and, and helping families be faithful, effective, loving Catholic families. It's and we get together resource. once a month over Zoom, and everybody gets to know each other and have a social hangout and ask questions. It's you know, really awesome. It's not, 
it's not going to solve all the problems, right? But it's it's, it's a one more thing that you can belong to that really is there to support you all day long. Check it out. Catholic HOM. Download the app. Uh, or go to catholichom.com to learn more about it. But Amber, yeah, please don't don't hold yourself back from joining those communities of, of younger moms because they really would love to have you. I'm sure of it. Thanks so much for listening today, folks. If there's more we can do to support you, come on over to catholiccounselors.com. Come on. More to life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popcheck. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio, and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.